Full Service Radio programming is available on our website, fullserviceradio.org, and as a podcast, thanks to Simplecast. For more information, visit simplecast.com. Full Service Radio. BYT Radio. My name is Brandon Weatherby. You're listening to this live. If you are listening to this live, uh, no matter when you're listening to this, you are alive. That's how listening works. I figured it out, everybody. Thank you. Good night. BYT Radio stands for Brightest Young Things Radio. We're recording this on Full Service Radio in the beautiful Line Hotel in Adams Morgan. It is a gorgeous day outside. Uh, this is a hotel that serves brunch. And we're with a man that hates brunch. You have not been introduced yet, so you cannot say your name. Uh, the last few weeks of this show have been weird because last week we were off. Jack, why were we off last week? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. Um, because I and 10 others were DJing Bonnaroo. That's, we'll, that's why. We'll get to that in a second. And the oh, week boy. before was a very sad week in uh, the show's history because... Uh, Someone that was close to the site, someone that we profiled 10 years ago, passed away. So uh, we're back into the groove, <laughs> a la Madonna, circa 86. Is that right? Could you, Jack, look up into the groove? How long do you think I could go without introducing our guest for the hour? <laughs> uh, 86. Oh, did I get it? I got it. I'm brilliant. I am brilliant. Madonna most recently performed at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C., what was known as the Verizon Center. This weekend, Sunday and Monday, U2 will be there. I will be going to U2 for the first time. I've never seen U2, and I'm fascinated to know what our guest thinks of U2. But before we get to that, our guest at this hour is the front man of a band, which is not a good thing necessarily. The reason why I like him is because he, he looks good. He looks better the more he ages because uh, most of us don't. Uh, most of us have gotten fatter. Uh, I haven't gotten fatter. I've maintained, but everyone else around me got fatter. So it's a wonderful thing. I am now in the middle, and before I was on the heavy side. So I'm in the middle of everything right now. This man is in the middle of the country, or some might say the North Country. It's Andrew Grossman, everybody. Andrew, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. I got, what, three minutes into not introducing Andrew before we actually got to the yeah, show? Yeah. Good. Andrew, uh, I like you as a human being. I don't usually like musicians. <laughs> Explain to me my problem. Uh, I think it's a completely reasonable position to have. Is it? I think so. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, we're we're a strange type. Uh, we're usually pretty emotional. <laughs> yes, yes. Are you an emotional baby? Uh, yes. Yeah. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's it's a uh, it's a less functional thing than I think most normal people. Okay, what determines normal? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I know I'm very good at these. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I don't I. It's hard to say what's normal. I just know that I feel like I'm not. Okay, you feel like you're not normal. Yeah, Why yeah. do you feel like you're not normal? Well, I just see uh, most people around doing... Uh, there's like things that normal, quote-unquote, normal people will do that it seems that they do it very easily, and I will have trouble doing it. Wonderful. Let's get into that. Yeah. What? Give me one specific example of something that you think normal people do quite easily, and then you have a problem. With. Uh, well, uh, having... Uh, Having conversations with strangers sometimes I have difficulty with. That is a wonderful point. I don't think it is normal okay. to have wonderful, right. easy conversations with people. Jack, producer Jack, he, he, uh, he's here every day. Yep. 
Uh, he's got to listen to people talk. He probably doesn't want to listen to either person talking right. in a microphone, but he does it. Jack, do you think conversations come easy to people when they're not on mic? Yes. You think that it's easy to just randomly go up to someone and be like, oh, hey, general, how was your day? I mean, that's, that depends on the person, obviously. So and it depends the on the person. It's depends not, on a lot of stuff. Exactly. So it's not necessarily if you're able to have that conversation, you're normal or you're not normal. It's just it's dependent on the person. Yes or no? Somebody yeah, chimed yeah. in on And here. the environment and the circumstances. Exactly. The so, therefore, you're not not normal. <laughs> there is no normal for the conversation. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. Okay, Fair let's enough. break it down. Let's keep going. We're going to make you the most normal man in the world. Uh, Come on. Bring oh me, give me more. Uh, well, I think that there are uh, certain lines of work, uh, uh, like working in an office. Working in an office. That, okay. Uh, certain, I think a lot of people, they do and don't kind of bat an eye about it, and it's very easy to do. And I think if I were to work in an office with a lot of people, I'd j- jump out the window very soon after I got the job. Have you seen the hit British television show, The Office? Sure. Have you seen the hit American television show, The Office? Yes. Do you think that that's an accurate portrayal of work-life situations? I have no idea. Okay, I've never fine. worked in an office. Have you ever worked? I've worked, yeah. Fantastic, worked. fantastic. I work. Okay, so I'm going to say uh, most people do bat an eye. Okay. And that you're once again the most normal man in the world. What do you think of the most interesting man in the world ad campaign? Do you think that that encourages alcoholism or do you think that's a real fun thing to do with your bros? I think it's it's fine. I don't have an opinion about it one way or another. Do you have any bros in your life? No. Besides me, I'm a bro. We've established that I'm the broiest bro in the world on this show. I try not to have bros in my why life. Don't, why don't you want to be cool? Why are you against bros? I just don't know that I have that much testosterone. Okay, so you're saying you need testosterone to be a bro. I think so. Yeah. Jack, you want to chime in on this? Do you need testosterone <laughs> to be a bro? I think you do. Am I the broiest man you know? No. Just take Sorry. it back. Sorry. You gotta try harder. What if I threw one of the multiple chairs in this room through the glass? <laughs> I of don't the think that's a bro move. That's not a bro move. No, man. Mm, I don't know. That's a wrestling Depends move. on what the reason is. He said I'm not the broiest bro he knows, and that's the reason. Yeah, I don't know that. That would just be a jerk thing to do. Well, I didn't say it would not be a jerk thing to do. You know what's a jerk thing to do? Criticize people that like brunch, like you have done, Andrew Grossman. <laughs> So one of the reasons why I like what you do is um, you seem to have a good sense of humor within the music that you Thank make. You. Is that true, or did yeah, I just insult no, that's, you? That's totally true. Okay, so you I said, try to anyway. You can, you try to be funny. Well, I try to have humor in it. Would you ever consider yourself a stand-up comedian? Absolutely not. Why not? Because I don't do that. I don't. I have. I tried it once, and it wasn't. Did you good. really? Yeah, he Where was you, there. What, was I there? Yeah. <laughs> was it at Eight by Eight? No, it was at uh, it was at the Paper House. <laughs> And I remember you saying specifically to me, it'll go great. Or maybe it won't. I don't know. Maybe it'll go horribly. And did one of those things happen? It went okay. Damn it. So it was right in the middle. Come on, man. I don't think you'd understand the ideas of comedy. Yes, and, sir. Come on. Help me out here. No, it it uh, it didn't go terrible, but it just became clear that the amount of work I would have to put in to make it good would... I didn't have the time, and I should just focus on music. See, I gotta disagree with you. Maybe you're just not a funny person. <laughs> okay, there's a show that locks the gates, and we're gonna talk about that later. But for this show, uh, you have a brand new music video, yes. and uh, we're gonna play the audio of the of the song because that's how songs work, and sure. you can't see the video uh, online. Uh, Jack, is this queued up? Yeah, we can do that now. Okay, let's get it. We're gonna play the video, and then we're gonna talk about the song. But before that, I want to point out. That somebody in this video is an actual stand-up comedian. Yes. And she 
is not your typical stand-up comedian. Correct. The same way you're not your typical American rock and roll frontman. There, <laughs> there you go. All right, here we go. Service radio. Full service radio is part of the song now. Yeah, that was the that was how the song ended. It's a plug for the radio station. It's how you bridge silence in you the know, beautiful maybe, line hotel. Maybe you didn't get on mic right after the song ended. I was ready. I, w- I was waiting. Ready, Jesus ready. Christ! Don't talk anymore. It sounds weird. You know what word that sounds like? We are not pro that show, even though I am a bro. Am I talking in rhyming couplets for this entire show? <laughs> I'm brilliant, everyone. Um, okay, you just got Andrew Grossman yes. is with us. Well, he's back. I'm here. Do you ever listen to those shows and they pretend like they're on a spaceship or they're <laughs> on a plane or they're on a boat? It's like, they got in the boat with us. Yeah. We're sitting in a room with microphones in the Line Hotel. There is no magical thing about this. Some imagination you have. I'm brilliant. <laughs> You just got back from tour? That's correct. Eight shows, nine days. That's correct. How often did you want to stop playing music 
in general during that tour? It, it's not on tour that I want to stop playing music. That's great. It's when I'm not on tour that I want to stop playing oh, music. Oh, and you're mostly not on tour. Yeah. Okay, okay. What's the deal? What's what's the problem? What are, What is lacking in your life? In your ideal world, would you have a guitar in your hand the majority of the day? Yeah. Okay. Or, or just be uh, working. I The wonderful thing about tour is uh, it's like a new thing every day. It's You're in a new place. There's a new show there's a new set of challenges mm-hmm. it's, there's it's like a new puzzle to unlock do you find it odd that you said not 10 minutes ago that you have a hard time meeting new people yeah it, it is weird um i and i haven't figured that one out it's it's like my normal everyday life i'm a certain way and then when i'm out on the road i'm not like a crazy an, like party animal or anything but it it for whatever reason it is much easier what's the craziest you've partied at a show of yours on the road Oh man! Have you thrown up on yourself? Maybe. Come yeah, on! Really, don't lie. We're really not. No, 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 not not the band. You specifically. Yeah, maybe I just got like pretty drunk. I'm really not that big of a party animal. <sighs> maybe that's your problem. Do you know who Spuds McKenzie is? No. <laughs> Do you know no. who Spuds McKenzie is? No, not offhand. You mean the sounds really familiar? The Budweiser dog uh, ad campaign from the late '80s. You guys aren't familiar with Spuds McKenzie? He was so cool. That uh, women wanted to have sex with him. That was the premise of Spuds McKenzie, the party animal dog. He's the coolest. Anyways. You're saying I should be more like Spuds McKenzie. That's what I'm saying. You should be a dog that's portrayed as a boy dog in commercials, but as a girl dog in real life. Cool. That that people in bikinis, mostly women, uh, want to have intercourse with because you're so cool. This is good advice. I know. Locking the gates, everybody. Okay, so could you play a Spuds McKenzie commercial while I talk oh and uh, give life advice to... There he is. There we go. What a happening dude. See? They want to have sex with a dog. When is this from? Wow. What year is this? 87. Oh One year after that Madonna Into song. the groove. One year later, you know what the groove they got into? Having sex with that dog, Spuds McKenzie. He's on a drum kit with his name on the kick drum. And now he's playing the drums. She, sorry, is playing the drums. Andrew, could you play drums? I can do a little drums. Are you as good in drums as Spuds McKenzie, the dog? Probably. Okay, cool. (laughs) I like that you're somewhat confident, but you're like, I can't go toe-to-toe or kick drum to kick drum with this dead dog. Uh, I guess we'll just have to leave it up to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Is Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior? No. Has anyone tried to save you on the road? That's a serious question. No. I uh, I I kind of like it when people try to convert me. And Has that I'm, happened often? No, it doesn't happen that often anymore. Uh, um, hold on, hold on. Was there a moment in your life where it was happening often? I feel like in college there was more... Uh, really? Yeah, there was more people trying to convert me. Where did you go to college? University of Maryland. But yeah. I was also hanging... I was like trying to get into arguments about oh, okay. it with people. So you were just a, a contrarian and you're yeah, like, exactly. hey, there's no good, I'm cool. Exactly. Did yeah, you ever yeah. say that line in earnest? Uh, not verbatim, <laughs> but that basic idea. Do you feel regret knowing that you'd said that line or something like that line in earnest looking back? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, good, good. But I don't say that kind of stuff anymore. Well, is that because you're a reasonable adult and that's silly? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> that's a good thing. Uh, what's the silliest thing you do besides go on tour? Uh, I don't know that it's one thing. It's more just kind of like uh, a way that I am. Give me something here, buddy. Uh, a way that you are. I don't know. I, there's a lot of uh, talking in silly voices with my oh, wife. Oh, is there? Yeah. Okay, okay. So you Silly have... names, 
talking. I don't. I don't want to get into silly names with your wife because we could go into very weird territories. But the fact that you just had such a wonderful laugh and a wonderful yeah. smile on your face makes me think you actually like your wife. I do. I do. What do you think? How long have you been married? Number one. Uh, maybe almost a month. <laughs> Okay, so it's very new. It's very new. It's yeah. very new. Luigi's Congratulations. Thank you. Was the tour your honeymoon? No. Good. No. Good. You want to stay married? Yes. Okay, good. Um, how long have you been with your uh, wife before you guys uh, were married? It's almost five years. Okay, yeah. so I've been with my wife a lot longer. Okay. I'm a better person than you because of it. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. That's just a mean thing to say that I did to get a rise out of you. I don't mean that in any way whatsoever. What do you think, of, now that you're married, Yes, I know it's only been a month, but you're an old vet at this, I get it. Sure. Uh, when people complain about their partner, like, oh, my husband's such a dick, or my wife's such yeah. a bitch, do you ever think uh, this was a choice? I, I, I don't know. Like, um, I feel like, well, I feel like anything that I say is going to have no credibility. Why because, is that? Because you've been because, married a month? Yeah. But you didn't rush into it. If you were together That's five true. years, you didn't rush into it. That's true. Well, uh, I feel like whatever... Uh, Whatever issues we might have, I think we we do a good job at addressing them and talking about them, and then they're not issues anymore. That's a good that's a good way to live, um, and that's really solid, boring advice. Yeah, that everyone <laughs> that everyone knows, but most people don't follow. Right, right, right. Uh, let's get back to the silly stuff. Cool. Uh, why is the North Country called the North Country? Because when I met you, the North Country did not exist. Oh wow, is that true? Yeah, I think so. Man, um, the North Country. Uh, the name is from uh, Bob Dylan's song, The Girl from the North Country. And, uh, I, when you think of the song, do you think of it as the Bob Dylan song or the Bob Dylan Johnny Cash song? Uh, I think of the Bob Dylan song okay. off of Freewheeling, Bob okay. Dylan. Because that was the first uh, time he recorded it, and then he re-recorded it with Johnny Cash. Yeah, but Johnny Cash is cooler. So I think of, you know why Johnny Cash is cooler? He burned down a forest. Did you know that? I didn't Jack, know did you know Johnny Cash burned down a forest? No, I didn't know that one. It doesn't uh, surprise me. But uh, on purpose? or He, he tripped. He, he, had a, he had a campfire. It, please look this up. Uh, Johnny Cash forest fire. Uh, he's the only person, I think, in American history to have uh, paid back the amount of damages he had because he burnt down a forest. Because if memory serves correct, because you know this is my memory. 500 acres. There you go. He got high and then passed out in a cave. But before he passed out in a cave, he had a uh, campfire and he just didn't put it out. I think that's the story. Is that correct? His quote to the judge, I didn't do it. My truck did. And it's dead, so you can't question it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So every, I just want everyone to know painkillers work, um, and they will murder you. They will murder you if you take a lot of painkillers. Johnny Cash, cool. Anyways, the North Country comes from the Bob Dylan song. Isn't that kind of a sticky situation to want to be con- like always thought of as, as, uh, in that frame, framework? Uh, I think I know what you mean, but can you elaborate a little more? If you know the song, The North, uh, Girl from North Country, you're like, that's Bob Dylan. These right. guys think they're as good as Bob Dylan and or these guys are a Bob Dylan tribute band. I don't know if you've heard your music. You don't sound anything like Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know... You I, kind of could maybe be a cousin of Jacob Dylan okay. from The Wallflowers. <laughs> uh, What's wrong with The Wallflowers? They're all right. Anyway, they're but, great. I don't know. I think the best way to... Uh, like, the thing that I really love about uh, Bob Dylan and some of, you know, some of my other musical idols... It, it tends to be their inventiveness, uh, and in which case, the best way to emulate them is to sound nothing like them. Okay, you talk about Dylan and inventiveness. Bob yeah. Dylan's lost a shitload of fans when he actually was like, hey, I'll do one thing different. Yeah. So once yeah. again, are you sure this is the guy you yeah, hit your wagon to? I'm, I, like those crazy Bob Dylan albums, 
later in his mm-hmm. career, I am 100% on board with. Is that because you like drugs and or alcohol? Uh, I like Audacity. The, the free audio program software no. that we all use for podcasts. <laughs> no. No? I nice. like uh, just, just having the, the gall to do what, what he wanted. This is a good uh, transition to my one sincere question I have for you. Sure. Uh, you don't always play guitar. Correct. You occasionally are playing a synthy thing or just singing. Yeah. Does that feel weird? Do you feel naked? We talked about the stand-up a little bit before. Mm-hmm. I was a front man for a band for a decade, and I never felt uncomfortable going from being in a band to being the host of a thing mm-hmm. and, and having that microphone in front of me. But I, but the difference was I wasn't a good guitarist. You know what I mean? Okay. And, and I'm not going up there and I'm not presenting serious stuff. I've always essentially done the same thing. Sure. The whole thing is, oh, I'm sound like a real dick right now. Taking the piss out of everyone. Okay. Uh, b- both when it comes to music and when it comes to whatever the hell I do on a stage and a microphone. But you're trying to like do somewhat serious, sincere presentations of your real art. Sure. You don't just make funnies. <laughs> You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So do you feel like when you don't have that thing, that physical thing to hold, you're lacking something? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, I feel uh, the, the guitar is, uh, for, for me, the primary thing is the song and the guitar is just a means to that end. And so if the synthesizer can do it, uh, that's, that's fine too. I feel like I know, how to, I know the guitar better than any other instrument. Um, that's kind of my best, the tool I'm best at. But I'm, you know, any other tool is just as good if it can get me to the song. People, you dance when you play. Sure. You're, you're happy to be there. Sure. I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. fair to say. Yeah. Um, inevitably, people laugh. Oh, yeah. Do they, do you hear, when, when people are laughing, do I you haven't, hear, you've I played haven't. hundreds of shows, you've never heard anybody laugh at your dance moves. No. Did I just reveal something that you've never considered? <laughs> It's possible that they're laughing, but because you're uh, you're you have a very I don't it's very like gangly gangly David Byrne esque, but unlike David Byrne, it is not choreographed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're living in the moment. Yeah, you're having fun with life. Sure, you don't hear the laughter. I haven't. Okay, cool. Have you? Oh, when you've don't when you've done it, like, and I'm on the stage. Oh, for sure. You've heard people laughing for sure, but then it's usually within the first ten to twenty seconds, and then they're just like, "Fuck it, I'm in," because that's breaking down that barrier, and that's why the guitar always made me feel good. Because I would also act like an asshole. Yeah, (laughs) like I used to. I don't do that anymore. Uh, And and uh, which show are you? Are you referring to the that show it? at the Kennedy Center. At the Kennedy Center. Well, well I, that was a bad show. Not right. because of you. Right. We'll get to this uh, in a second. We okay. both had disappointments in the last few uh, okay. months. Uh, mine was that <laughs> Kennedy Center show with you. Yours was recently with uh, someone that you don't want to probably name. Sure, yeah. Okay, let's go through mine slash yours first. Okay. So we do this show at the Kennedy Center. We do a show called Holiday-ish, and, and you're one of like four musical guests. But you're the only one that's playing uh, keys. Yeah. And you're the only one at that point well, that was going to be with a wireless microphone, right? Or and, and we because we I, had you going first. I think it was that uh, I was the only one that was holding the wireless microphone. That's it. That's it. So um, I don't know if you guys that use that audio program Audacity that we've already plugged uh, realize this, but wireless microphones have signals. Yeah, and signals cross, 
and it's annoying and it's bad. And yeah. who's ever using a wireless microphone is a dick unless you're Peter Gabriel because he rides around stage with a Segway and he has a wireless microphone set. I already want to take that back because Janet Jackson doesn't seem like a dick and I like her and she wears wireless. Garth Brooks is a dick. That's a lie. I don't know Garth Brooks. Who else wears wireless headsets? Madonna? Brittany? Uh, I, don't, I saw someone... Uh, on tour where wireless headset like a band yeah <laughs> weird it was pretty cool <laughs> all right well that guy's also a dick okay so uh we were there what 4 p.m 3 p.m we were there like early that, the show yeah. starts at six it's got to start at six on the dot they're very strict with that at the Kennedy center and uh they completely screwed up the sound because uh when you start playing all of a sudden you could hear you sing for maybe two seconds yeah. and then nothing for 10 and seconds the and then back and it was horrible. And there was a backing track. And you did your fucking best. You didn't freak out. You didn't yell at the I staff. went through like seven different mics. They, people kept passing them up. And which, they was, all... which became a bit. It became yeah. a fun bit. Yeah. And it sucks because the song you wrote and you performed is so fun and good and anti-capitalist. Thank you. And the show is brought to you by Target. <laughs> this is not a joke. And the whole, the whole premise of the song is like, Chris, like you don't buy me shit. Capitalism's for suckers. Right. Uh, suck my dick world Is that the I mean, message of the song? I think more just let's be nice to each other Oh okay I got a different stuff. message <laughs> Can we play that really quick? So how should we find this? I, I know it's on the North Country it, yeah, uh, think, Twitter page Yeah I, you could find it on the, the Bandcamp page Okay so the, the Andrew, it's, it's an Andrew Grossman song It's not under the North Country song It is, it is un, under the North Country It is under the, the North, North Country. Country at this point It's just whatever I want it to Well be. the album cover is you Right And I'm holding uh, Das Kapital by yes. Karl Marx in my hand. <laughs> there we there go. There it is. <laughs> everyone a happy june 14th 2018 <laughs> we i think we recorded that like six months ago to the date yeah yeah, yeah. anyways so if you saw that show live you heard that the it was bad yeah you did a great job you overcame it thank you um not everything works well when it comes to bands name one thing that does work well when it comes to bands <laughs> serious question uh Come back to me on that one. Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> uh, the man in the booth right now is shaking his head no when I said name one good thing that comes for bands. Couldn't come up with one. You could say you just were in Bonnaroo. I sure was. Uh, you sound thrilled about that. It was the sixth year in a row that I've been programming a stage there and DJing for about 
30, 40 hours on the weekend total. Are you complaining or bragging? No, no, no I, neither. I don't know. Cool, Just cool, giving cool. Giving you the context. Do you get paid to do this? I usually break even or come out a little bit red when it's all said and done. Oh, that's bad. It's my choice. I mean, like, I could show up there with two friends and just do it all, but I bring a kind of, like, a cavalcade of artists. Why, why do that? Because otherwise there'd be no benefit. Um, yeah, it, it's, I, I said this. It's like you have a, a barn full of rabid kids that are screaming for you, and as a DJ or a rapper or performer, to get to do that is like going to a gym to play basketball, and they have, like, a Game 7 simulator, and there's just, like, a crowd and cheering. So it's... It's a unique opportunity. Usually what, when people are making... What's your DJ name? We go by full service party. It's like a collective. Oh, cool. I just go by Jack Inslee because I'm lame. Uh, I want you to... Uh, I appreciate your analogy because usually when most people you give analogies, they don't give... Um, they don't compare something to something that doesn't exist. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty neat that you did that. Uh, I'm assuming it's just way more fun when you're not with two people. Yeah, that, for, that too. It's tons yeah. of fun. It, it's, it's about 10 of us. I brought, I brought Sir EU, rapper from D.C. Oh, this that's time. Cool. It was fucking awesome. All right, calm down. Language here. Uh, do, you, <laughs> do you think that uh, you're getting too old for this or do you think that oh, the crowds man. are like aging with you? No, they're not aging with me. Oh, you're too um, old for this now. I feel that way every year, but especially this year. Um, How I old did, are you? I'm 32. 32. I do an alt rock set on Saturday in the middle of the day every year, which is a fucking ton of fun. But By the way, when he's talking about the alt rock set, he is not talking about full service party. It's a different thing completely. No, it's full service party. But no, 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 no. I understand that. But your alt rock set is it's the same of, thing. Yeah, it's part Why of the Why the fuck aren't I doing the alt rock set? I'll just give up, go up there and give Billy Corgan facts for two hours. <laughs> Book it next year. Fucking pencil that shit in. Well, the point of this was that... No, the point of this is Billy Corgan <laughs> just played on Fallon this week. He did. Did he? Yeah, he was at Smashing Pumpkins. Was played. it good? It was medium to okay. Yeah. Jimmy Chamberlain hitting all those goddamn notes. Hey. He gets paid by the note, him and Travis Barker. <laughs> Anyways, back to the alt-rock set. You have an alt-rock set? I didn't know this. Yes, we, we do it every, I do it every year. And this year, I really felt the age gap because some of the <laughs> Did oldest, the kids call them oldies? I mean, like... I'll play something like System of a Down, right? Just to kind of... To literally say, hey, kids, hey, wake up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they love that. But then there's some, like, I played, um, oh, my God, I can't even pull the references. The Soundgarden, you know? And, like, they're not getting that as much as they used to. So you're playing stuff from Super Unknown to kids that were born maybe after 94, and you're like, why don't they love this mid-to-slow-tempo rock well, that's reminiscent of Alice in Chains? No, there's like 100, 150 people in there that are over 30 and appreciate it. And how many people are that, in there That number total? is dwindling. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like you're going to end up doing the My Chemical Romance Hour next year. Oh, God. I don't know. What's wrong with My Chemical year? Romance? It's not for me. That's what I thought, too. Andrew, is my chemical romance for you? Uh, no, not at all. Okay, hear me out, everyone listening. <laughs> the and two people. for my chemical romance. I didn't like my chemical romance either until I taught an after-school class in Little Village Lawndale High School. And all the, and the school is, uh, is entirely Hispanic and African-American. And they loved my chemical romance. And I was like, you kids are okay. Wait, that's is a it reference my to chemical it. romance now? This is in 2006. Kids are okay. okay. Yeah, I got you. Is, I'm not okay. I'm okay. Um, so I'm like, you know, they're just taking from the Smashing Pumpkins and Ministry, and that's all this is. And they're like, well, who the hell are those? And I'm, they're like, Pumpkins are okay. And they're like, Ministry sucks. And I was like, just because you don't like crack yet doesn't make Ministry suck. You just don't know about wax tracks. And Al Jurgensen, who looks like a literal pirate and does actual cocaine, crack cocaine, in the studio next to R. Kelly while recording Psalm 69. Look it up. It's a fun fact. So um, I was... 
completely dismissive of it. And then I listened to the record, and I was like, holy shit, this is wonderful. My mm-hmm. Chemical Romance mm-hmm. is the Black Parade is a wonderful record if you like Meatloaf and if you like Melancholy. And that's all it is. It's Better to Hell 1 plus Better to Hell Part 2 plus Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. That's all it is. It's wonderful. It's a concept album about a, a person dying of cancer. That's it. The imagery is beautiful. Now, that came out in 2006. Came out in 2003 was Arrested Development, the TV show. On the song Mama, on 2006's My Chemical Romance's album, The Black Parade, Liza Minnelli sings on it. Liza Minnelli plays Lucille 2 in Arrested Development. I rewatched all of Arrested Development. Is well, this going somewhere? No, it's, shut the fuck up. My show. Did you think it would not? And I would just, okay, bye, everybody. Sure. It always sure. goes somewhere. Right, cool. This, Come on, this bro. This is my first time. You're not a bro enough. Um, here we go. Okay, so this song, this is about Buster Bluth in Arrested Development. Every single song on this record. Oh, wow, it really is. Every single song on this record is about a different cast member of Arrested Development. I wrote this piece about a month ago. It's on BritishYoungThings.com. Wow. The Black Parade. Go to BritishYoungThings.com. Go the and uh, just in the search bar, write My Chemical Romance Arrested Development. My piece will come up. It is something that I've spent way too long on. I'm incredibly proud of it. You should be incredibly proud of your new brunch skewering video, Andrew Grossman. Serious question. Why do you hate brunch? You live in Washington, D.C. You don't have to live here. Oh, God. Uh, why do I hate brunch? I don't know that I hate brunch in and of itself. I think there's just a culture around it that I, is, is so... Uh, it, it takes itself so seriously and it just is, is prime, primed for, for making fun of. Okay. I think it's also... Uh, there's there's a very dominant culture in DC of like the young professional, uh, just kind of uh, the world is their oyster and they're just gonna go hog wild regardless of the social implications or, or whatever. And I think this is a little bit of a pushback on that. I don't necessarily disagree, but well, I don't enjoy brunch either. Um, I do see its financial benefits for people in the creative class. I know a lot of brunch. People. Oh, for sure. I know a lot of people that are servers and bartenders, and oh, that's where they make geez. their money. Yeah, I, I see used, what I mean. I used to wait tables, and brunch was always the worst. Oh, really? Yeah. Where did you awful. work? I worked in Bethesda. Okay, at, and it was because uh, brunch is the the food items cost the least amount mm-hmm. of anything on the menu, and the people are the most demanding of any time. Sure, and. Uh, so you're working harder for less money most of the time. All right. Well, I'm going to agree with you on that. In the same video that we were discussing before, not the Christmas song, yeah. but the one that's not tied to specifically June 14th, 2018, right. uh, you, you're also seemingly against social media and selfies. Well, I'm not against it. I just, uh, the, the, the usage of social media and selfies in the video is more uh, talking about how it's this completely ridiculous thing and it's self-obsessed, and yet we all do it, and we're all actively participating in it. And to some extent, I think it's a bit of a self-criticism, because you, I'm all over it. Why? Why are you all over it? I think the belief is that it'll help, that it, uh, you, you, get, you connect with other, other bands, you connect with your fans that way. Great. Great. Okay. So did, you, did the eight-day tour, yeah. sorry, the eight show, nine-day most recent tour, yeah. did any of that come together due to social media? 
Uh, what do you mean by come together? Well, was it easier to book a show yeah, because of certainly. it? certainly. Was it easier to find fellow acts to play with? Yes. yes okay. Absolutely. So once again, why are we skewering? That lady made a lewd gesture at me. Did you see that? I wasn't. I tried not to look. I didn't know what was going on. Did you see that, Jack? Now I seem like who's the Spuds McKenzie in this room? <laughs> it's me. Anyways, um, so the, 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 did that make it? I, I apologize. The lewd gesture got me yeah, completely off so guard. <laughs> did uh, did the social media help or hurt? Yeah, th- I mean there is like a utility to it. Okay, but, but there's also a lot of uh, a lot of bullshit around it. I just I think that a lot okay. of hold on, hold on, no, lo- don't just wash that over. Well, no, no, no I'm going to elaborate. Oh, I'm in. Give me it. Okay, so I think that. Uh, more often than it, it's very easy to portray uh, what you're doing, uh, how you're living, the parties you go to, the things you're doing mm-hmm. as being way more exciting and way more impressive than they are in real life on social media. And I think we're it, that that uh, that level of bullshit. It's <laughs> it's hard not to want to skewer even even when I'm like actively participating it myself so when you say you're actively participating are you only presenting the good oh yeah 100 percent. why because i'm not joking like why yeah. what's the point uh because there's like that's the thing it's all tied to a thing that you're trying to sell it's like everyone is advertising their brand so their do you persona. feel like you're trying to sell your next show all the time yeah all the time let's do that right now june okay. 28th <laughs> You're going to be at Jam and Java. Yeah, opening for Ike Riley. And I want Ike Riley, that's a good person to open for. I want everyone to realize that it's not spelled how you would think. Jammin. J-A-M-M-I-N. No G. I, is there, there's an apostrophe, right? There is an apostrophe. Yeah. That's, right. that's how you Google that shit. Yeah. Jam and Java. Worst name for a venue, right? It's got to be the worst name for a venue. In <laughs> yeah, the area. it's not great. Let's think of the 930 Club. It makes sense. Yeah, 930. Black Cat. Yeah, that's a good great name. one. Rock and Roll Hotel. Rock and Roll Hotel is the worst because it's misleading. And if your own website has to say we're not a hotel, that's not good. Yeah. It so, used, didn't it used to be a No! Hotel? It doesn't matter. It's no longer. You yeah, know what we're in okay. right now? The Line Hotel. Yeah. I just want you to make it clear. This is not a rock and roll venue. How do I know that? Because it says The Line Hotel. Right. You see what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. DC 9 is pretty good because yeah. it's on 9th Street. Lincoln Theater, it's great. It's theater. Warner Theater is fine. Right. Wolf Trap, I actually like because they murder animals there. We um, played a, a venue in Philly called Legume Lagoon. Ooh, that's fun. Is it full of nuts? Uh, no, it was a house venue. That sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> I like that. Did you ever live in a house venue? You've played yeah, a lot of yeah, house yeah, venues. Which yeah. house venue did you live in? Bathtub Republic. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Do you miss it? Uh, parts of it I miss. Name one part you miss. Uh, there's a really rich social element. There's a lot, a lot of people coming and going. It's very stimulating. Are you worried that you're going to lack, like, now that you're married, you're probably not going to live in a house venue again? Uh, I know for a fact that that's not going to happen. You can but, get divorced and move back into a house venue. Yeah, Doesn't I, that sound appealing? I think if, if uh, God forbid, we got divorced, I would just rescind into the woods. Oh, which woods? Uh, whichever one has the least amount of people in it. What do you think of Justin Timberlake's album, Man of the Woods? I just saw that video and I was like, ah, this is dumb. I think that's unfair of you <laughs> to think that Justin Timberlake has ever done anything dumb. I, and Everybody, if, Google and if, Lou Pearlman. It'll give okay. you, just Google Lou Pearlman. See what comes up. And Lou Pearlman, not, everybody. If not dumb, then irrelevant to me. Well, if you're going to be a man of the woods, you should know about the man who wrote the album, Man of the Woods. Yeah, if I'm going man of the woods, I might be going, trying to do more uh, 
Ralph Waldo Emerson than Ugh, Justin Timberlake. I don't trust people with three names. <laughs> I don't. We'll just call him Emerson then. Ugh, Emerson Lake and Palmer. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> uh, mental gymnastics, am I right? right? No, the answer is no. I'm not talking about mental gymnastics. So, Andrew Grossman, you could see him on June 28th at Jam and Java opening up for Ike Riley. Solo show? Yep. Do you like solo shows more? I do. Do you like them more or less? Uh, they're totally different. Yeah. Um, I, like them, I like them both for different reasons. I think, I'm um, guessing you, don't, you like solo more because of the, the load-in process is easier. It's certainly easier. Logistically, it's easier to book because you're not kind of scheduling with the rest of the band. But uh, there's, there's like an energy with a full band that is... You can't get with a live show uh, with a, with a solo show. That's definitely the worst way to sell your solo show. So thank no. you for that. Uh, <laughs> well, the, there's there it may what it's it's lacking in energy. It makes up for in heart. The band heart. Yes, the band. The heart. Wilson exactly. sisters. I yes. get it. I get it. They're a great band. Great band. Yep. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Heart. That's correct. You know, Cheap Trick is playing in the D.C. area this region. Oh yeah, and that's great. You know who they're uh, opening for? Who? Poison. Oh, God. That's right. Poison. So one of the greatest pop punk bands of all time. Cheap Trick. Yeah. One of the best songs of all time, He's a Whore. Yeah. One of the best concept albums of all time, the Dream Police. Go on. One of the best live albums of all time, if not number one, Live at Budokan. Uh-huh. They're opening up for Poison this weekend, everybody. Poison. <laughs> best known for frontman Brett Michaels having sex on VH1 with willing participants, <laughs> which is pretty cool. No tea, no shade. Brett Michaels... Take off the bandana. Show me the bandana, boy. Show me what's underneath that bandana. I, I remember watching that show. You damn right you did. Yeah. There was I'm not no proud of it, but I did. Oh, I, I'm proud of everything I've ever watched ever. <laughs> Super proud of it. Name. I owned the. I used to own the DVD of the Britney Spears Kevin Federline anim, not animated um, reality show. Yeah, I used to own that. The DVD. The DVD. Because right. it only had like one single running on like UPN. Oh, I was like, Jesus. oh, I need this forever. My so God. I had that for about a month. <laughs> it was good. It was good stuff. You gotta, you gotta. There's no such thing as guilty pleasures anymore. Number one album of the year, Man of the Woods, forever. Oof. Okay. As long as there's woods, he's my man. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. What we're gonna do is we're gonna play a North Country song. Jack, I'm gonna tell you the name of the song. Is that okay? Great. This is an audio format. I just want to make sure that the engineer realizes here, yeah. he could use his microphone. Play Island, okay? It's from the record, from the most recent North Country record. Not My Chemical Romances, not Weezer's Island in the Sun. There are two different videos for that because the bassist I remember Mikey left. Welsh. He, remember? He went to a, a mental hospital. Yeah, he's dead. Is he? <sighs> he died. He died. Damn. Uh, let's, uh, let's have a moment of silence for the passing of Weezer's second bassist. He passed 10 years ago. Breaking news here on BYT Radio. We got that queued up? Oh, yeah, I'm ready for it. I was just giving you I'm the just moment giving, of silence. I'm just giving that okay. moment of silence. Yeah, here we are. Cares away. Fall the land. 
want to. What you're saying is you don't want to talk about horrible things on microphone. That's not the point of the show. No. Horrible things on microphone. We're back, everybody. <laughs> Mikey from Weezer died in 2011. I'd like to apologize. I said ten years ago I was wrong. That being said, he did pass away in Chicago. And on Brighty Young Things, every week we publish our best weekend bets, which <laughs> include Chicago, Illinois. How about that transition, That's everybody? Great. Wow. That's right. I'm a pro. <sighs> All right. There's a lot of sadness on this show. But not more than usual. Just a normal amount, normal show. That's standard. Standard amount of sadness. Standard amount of joy, too. We bring a lot of it. We give the people what they want. All right. Every Thursday on BritishDunkThings.com, we publish our best weekend bets. We give you roughly 10 to 12 things to do in Washington, D.C. and the area. We also publish them for the LGBTQ community and, like I said, Chicago and New York City. Um, so I'm going to give three picks for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and or Sunday. Um, and then Andrew will chime in whenever he sees fit. There is no pressure in any way whatsoever. Cool. And we will talk about horrible, horrible things off mic because that's not why you're listening. So I'm going to start with Hamilton at the Kennedy Center. Hamilton is a local play, I think. It's a local play <laughs> with affordable tickets at the Kennedy Center. Um, so that run has begun this week. So that's clearly on the list. The World Cup has kicked off right now. Uh, Russia is about to lose to Saudi Arabia. Uh, I am not a Caps fan because Alex Ovechkin likes Putin. I just want to make that very clear. A World Cup time, everybody. World Cup. Uh, I'm going to recommend... We're going to recommend uh, throughout the World Cup a play every single day. We're going to recommend a place to watch it. So today we're starting with the U Street pop-up. It's a, it's a pop-up bar on U Street that's specifically for the World Cup. That's kind of cool. And then I'm going to recommend AFI Docs kicks off today no i'm sorry it kicked off last night but like in, in earnest it starts today because last night was just like single screening we have a massive uh preview i guess it's a preview if it's a bunch of reviews but it's it's a massive look at afi docs 2018 alan zillerman our film editor put that together and then i'm gonna lie here's a fourth pick for the night i'm gonna recommend the congressional baseball game for charity it's at nats park i've covered this before for a lot of years and it's one of the most surreal events in washington dc it should definitely... The fact that it hasn't been on Veep blows my mind. Um, due to last year's tragedy with Steve Scalise, he's fine, everything's okay now. Uh, it probably won't be skewered on Veep. Yeah. It needs to be skewered on Veep. It is amazing. I have a Rand, I have multiple Rand Paul baseball cards because of this. Oh, my God. That's weird. That's a weird thing to have. That's so weird. That's one of the most DC things you could ever do. AFI Docs is one of the best DC things you could ever do. This is one of the weirdest. I highly recommend going. If you've ever wanted to see the people that Andrew complains about going to brunch <laughs> complain at a baseball stadium. Oh, it is another, here's another fun tidbit about this. Um, literally every single person there thinks they're a VIP. Yeah. And so there's, you know what the Diamond Club is at no. Nats Park? Jack, do you know what the Diamond Club is at Nats Park? No. Okay, so behind home plate is the Diamond Club. This is like your seats. It's all you can eat, all you can drink, whatever. And then it's the it's the area. It's like a big V, and uh, it, it, essentially you go into a box, like a giant box. It's all the food, all the beer. The entire time, people are trying to get in there because they think they belong in the Diamond Club. It is wonderful. I highly recommend going just for that aspect. And the, the game raises money for charity, so you should go. It's very cheap. Friday, uh, I'm going to recommend staying in and binge-watching all of Season 2 of Queer Eye, which is a show that will make you feel oh, good nice. about There's life. Season season 2? Season 2 begins uh, is available to stream beginning on Friday. I um, love the new Queer Eye. Isn't it good? I think that this is like what the Democrats should do as like a political strategy. I don't know if you knew this, but a lot of the, a lot of the DCCC are listening to this show right now. 
Well, I just think that so much so much of the left is like trying to shame people and instead like take the model of queer eye and be like, let's help people and listen to them and then maybe they'll be more open. So open-minded. what you're saying is an encouraging positive message is better than a pushback message? Yes. What a shock. Yeah, that's my that's my message. You mean the message in two thousand four that didn't work? The one that, yeah. that everyone's trying to jump back? Remember when there No Effects had not my president shirts and everyone bought those and then No Effects actually made money as a band? Another pick for Friday. This is an interesting pick. I think you might know about this. Um, the Hamilton Project, a rock and roll mixtape at Bathtub Republic. Oh, yeah. Could you tell me anything about this show? Sure. it looks um, ambitious. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about this particular show, but I am familiar with the theater company that's putting it on. Okay. Uh, because uh, one, of, one of the members of that company, Carrie McGee, is also in our music video, and she's one of the, you know... Does an incredible performance, really funny. So the the theater company is. I've seen a couple pr- productions by them. I saw a production of Dracula, and I saw a production of Pericles, and both were really really good. They're um, very imaginative, uh, minimal in their sets, but they get very creative in a very playful and fun sort of way with uh, kind of building sets with their bodies, uh, with using like shadows and light. Um, it's a really interesting, creative, and fun way of take uh, of doing theater, and I highly recommend. And it's it. in an unorthodox venue. Yes, it's at the Bathtub yes. Republic. Um, yeah. So it's cool that we got to re- recommend Hamilton at the Kennedy Center. Yeah, and uh, the Hamlet Project at Bath. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. And then Friday, you had to pick for an art show. Yeah, uh, I think it's called uh, Congruent. Yes. Um, at by No Kings Collective. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a free one too. Yeah, it looks cool. I have a bunch of friends who are are showing in there. Uh, uh, L. A. Johnson for one, uh, and I'm looking at some of these other names. I don't recognize anyone else. L. A. Johnson is a friend of mine. There you go. Showing. That's all you need. Yeah. Uh, Saturday is another day full of yoga in Washington D.C. I think we've recommended a yoga event on British Young Things every day in 2018 that is not held in a yoga studio tomorrow is or sorry saturday is actually the fourth international day of yoga so you could celebrate or stretch or whatever the hell you want to do with the embassy of india at the capitol building so you know standard saturday stuff it's also the 13th annual columbia heights day festival do you remember the year that they misprinted columbia on the shirts so you got columbia (laughs) (laughs) those shirts rule my friend armando has one i'm very jealous that his columbia heights day shirt (laughs) I'm not joking. If you could get me that shirt, I'd be very appreciative. Uh, and then here's my free pick of the weekend. Uh, it's fee-free day at Shenandoah National Park in honor of Park Neighbor Day. Uh, Shenandoah is not close. It's about two hours away, but it's one of the best national parks. Is it a national park or is it a state park? It's a national park, right? It's a national park. It's a national park. It's a national yeah. park. Um, yeah, it says it in the title, Shenandoah National Park. Uh, one of the best national parks and uh, definitely a place that Andrew might go when he listens to Justin Timberlake's Man of the Woods. You got to plug local artists. Uh, Sunday, like I said before, uh, U2 plays Capital One Arena. I just want to point out that this week's Best Weekend Bets uh, Spirit Guide is Coach Taylor, as in uh, Tammy's husband, Coach Taylor, from Friday Night Lights. And uh, all of our Sunday picks, I let you know whether or not Coach Taylor would approve of them. So uh, that's my pick, you two. Uh, I think Coach Taylor's uh, thing that would make him the happiest would probably go to uh, be uh, the LSD tour at MGM National Harbor. Lucinda Williams, Steve Earle, and Dwight Yoakam. 
that's going to be three artists that sing beautifully heart-wrenching songs about depression and alcoholism at a casino, everybody. So that's that's going to be a fun pick. And then the show that uh, Coach Taylor would hate the most would be Stephen Malkmus at Black Cat because I oh, got wow. a feeling Coach Taylor doesn't have time to put up with that bullshit from Stephen Malkmus. Mm. Not a fan of pavement, everybody. I'm not. No? I am not at all. I'm guessing you're a huge pavement fan. Uh, I like pavement. I'm not a, I wouldn't call myself a huge pavement fan. Would anyone fan. call themselves a huge pavement fan? Though? I know some people. But would they actually admit, be like, I'm a huge pavement fan? I think so. Or they'd yeah. be like, I'm too cool to say I'm a huge fan of anything. <laughs> That's now, a tough call. Exactly. I'm right about everything. Fuck Stephen Mel. I'm sure he's a fine. You know what? I don't know if he's a fine man. I'm sure he's a human being that will be at the Black Hat this Sunday for a sold out <laughs> show. But that is not my pick. Um, my pick is C, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor. It's the Mr. Oh, Rogers that looks film. good. I didn't love it. Oh, really? I didn't love it. And British Young Things uh, is part of Rotten Tomatoes. So when they do the score of the critics, we're part of that. Yeah. I think I'm the one that's <laughs> not... I'm not joking. I think I'm the one that made it go from 100 to 99% because I did not give it a favorable review. Um, read the review on the site. No spoilers. Uh, I don't want to give any because... Yeah. Yeah. But it's a documentary. So like whatever. It's not... Yeah. 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 Uh, Thanks for doing the show. Thank you for having me. June 28th at Jam and Java. Yep. Opening up for Ike Riley. He'll yep. be playing a solo show. Check out the music video. Where on, can people see the music video? On our YouTube page. You, the North Country. The song is called Don't Quit Your Day Job. You should check it out. I'm really proud of it. Could we close a little bit more of Don't Quit Your Day Job instead of Baby Bri Bri? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, cool. Why are you laughing? It's, I just think it's funny that you had Baby Bri Bri queued up. Oh, yeah. Baby Bri Bri is our intro and outro music. Oh, nice. I love Baby Bri Bri. Yeah, he's great. He is great. You know why I like him? He doesn't know all the chords. He just knows the chords he needs to know, and that's why I like him. He's like, he's chords of economy. He's got a, he's got a really cool new project. Someone say he jams Econo. Do you know what that reference is? No. God damn it. The Minutemen. Okay. You don't know the Minutemen? I don't Go know listen to your one. pavement, you fucking asshole. So this is a wonderful song by a wonderful man I just called a fucking asshole. Andrew, thank you for doing the show. Thanks so See much. See him June 28th. Jam and Jabba. We'll be back here next week. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a wonderful night. Instagram famous Down on my